but he means my voice is different than his voice. Yeah. I'm fully aware of that. Are you? I am. Are you? I am. Are you? I am. Are you? You need to relax, sir. Really? All right, maybe not really, but really. Okay, because like more. More than that. (laughs) (laughs) You're here? I need you, like, there. (laughs) I'm sorry, man. My lack of big titty spooky coochie is causing me to, like, you know, freak out. I felt that. Go ahead and keep talking, Manny. I'm just a simple man. I like pale women. (laughs) Was that you? (laughs) The mics picked that up. God damn. (laughs) That should have been a cold open. That should have been a cold open. (laughs) You might want to open a window. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Hey, open that window. Open that window. Kyle didn't just break ass. He dropped fucking Nagasaki. (laughs) Nagasaki on this bitch. Microphone check one two. What is this? Is that Kyle? Go check. What the fuck are we doing? Check yourself. Check yourself. check yourself because you may have shit yourself. This is terrible. What the? I'm laughing so hard my teeth hurt again. Okay, so it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't the smell. It was just like the force and velocity, <laughs> and the fact that the mics picked it up. All three mics picked it up. <laughs> All three of them. Oh, uh, uh, tell me, me you recorded that. <laughs> oh fuck! That hurt my jaw. Well, with that said. <laughs> Motherfucker fart like it's his goddamn job. <laughs> oh, I sound terrible. <laughs> this is where we can't have nice things. <laughs> you better check your drawers, man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. <coughs> welcome. Welcome to, this is episode 30 of Cigars and Bars. Everybody should know who the fuck we are at this point. Like, I'm your boy Stiz, a.k.a. Babyface Stew, a.k.a. Papa Stew, a.k.a. Pasta Stew. And the wife calls me Poppy Stew. And that coughing voice that you heard making his return, the one, the only... You are the Daddy Manny. Facts. Rest in peace, Mori Povich. He ain't dead, he just retired. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Katya. And joining us again, y'all know him as the official official... Legal and financial advisor of the Heel Face Podcast. He's making his return all the way from fucking Argentina. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Kyle. Uh, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Yes, I've come back from the South American office of Heel Face Enterprises, and it's been good. It's been doing great. Is and Manny banned yet? Is there, it, he is not banned, but they have up the security measures a lot. They yeah. have up the security measures. Yeah, like two different key fobs. You need like you know a DNA scan. Um, there's like a 24 hour just like 10 foot monitor of someone actually watching the front door. So there's not anyone physically there. But it's definitely like one of those like neighborhood watch ones where you're like, hey, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing there? You don't belong here. What are you doing? I'm, I'm going to call someone. You haven't been down there yet, have you? No, nah, man, because if, like, if he farts as bad as that security is, I can probably <laughs> just get in there anytime I want. <laughs> I mean, it was definitely not the smell, but it is the velocity of it. With know? that much force coming out of your butthole, there is no way that poop particles did not come out as well. Dude, when we were there's science. When we were looking at fucking drops earlier, that literally had the level of that fart with reverb. <laughs> that was like a Barry White fart. <laughs> the mics picked it up and everything. The mics picked up everything. It was like my first, <laughs> my last, my everything. Well, gentlemen, how are your weeks? Start with you, Manny. You're returning. Yeah, yeah. I had five teeth pulled out. How'd that go? Pretty good. Drugs are great, guy. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's certain things I can't eat right now. Um, yeah. And I haven't been able to eat coochie because it requires like use of like my whole mouth. Yeah. And he's a little injured, and I don't want to introduce any bacterias and shit like that into that. Okay. But you know, like. Like I told you earlier, I had like a had like a withdrawal at work. Really? Yeah. Um, I was. I have to take a Norco for the pain. However, I can't take it while I'm at work. So there is like a there is like a a, a delay. So like during at work, what was it Wednesday? I was sweating like a pig, and I was like in a little pain, mm-hmm. and I was saying some delirious shit. Like I was, I was sending Stu some shit. Like, I need, I need coochie. Like, these are facts. <laughs> yeah. He told me to hit up some people, <laughs> but like, uh, like, do you need me to hook you up with somebody? And like, because I know he's very far from some vagina. I'm just saying. Well, listen, it's it's the Halloween season, and I'm just looking for some big titty spooky coochie, and uh, you know, I just I just want I just want my golf girl, man. You know, that's it. That is it. My teeth are out. My bills are about to be paid. Come next payday, like I'm gonna be like in way better financial shape. My life is coming together. I can afford to waste my money on something stupid that's gonna hurt me. So what Manny is saying is, you're bitches, better recognize. Yeah, I, I totally gave up on your model. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're not upset about the model anymore? No, I'm not upset anymore. Yeah, and again, I know I've, <clears throat> I know I've said this to you before, but I have to reiterate because in case she listens to this, I just wanted you to meet. I didn't want <laughs> you to. Yeah, and I just wanted to take all four of us on like a trip to like. 
slaughterhouse or like go to somewhere scary on halloween or some shit like that yeah. you know a casual meeting place where like according to local legend we'll all get slaughtered by the end of the movie you know oh you mean like coals coals yeah like ross oh yeah <laughs> yeah we're gonna get shot in that motherfucker yeah fucking loss prevention is gonna spill glock out his pocket and just blast us yeah i mean it's gonna be a slaughter on your like wallet Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Well, not really, Ross. You dress for less. I mean, two women though. You know how much like dress for less. Like, it's not about the dollar value, but it's definitely about the quantity. Facts. <laughs> well, that is true. That is true. Are you gonna be walking out there with shit that isn't clothes, like some stupid furniture and like house pieces? Yeah. And like some weird shit. I mean, look at this candle, this bean bag. It's sixty percent off. Yeah, but why'd you have to get seven of them? Facts. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she makes her own money, so she wants to spend her money on stupid shit. That's good for me. But, um, no, nah, no. Nah. the moment when she starts spending your money on stupid shit, then it's like, ah. Girl, she should know I don't have no money. I mean, <laughs> I make money, but I don't let myself have any money. Yeah. I don't know about y'all, but I, I am consistently broke, continuously. Oh, most definitely. I'm always broke. Well, Kyle, you just got back from Argentina. How the fuck was your week? Yeah, my week was extremely interesting. I mean, of course, getting down there was a bit of a mess. Yeah. I mean, basically because I'm flying from Phoenix, right? Right. I'm supposed to have a direct flight from Phoenix to Miami. Okay. They changed that all the way up. So I ended up going from Phoenix to North Carolina. They're from North Carolina to Miami. To Miami. (laughs) But of course, the Miami flight was supposed to be connected from Spain. And they were like, oh, yeah, the hurricane that's going through there or something else. They were just like, yeah, no, we're just going to delay this a day. Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah, my eight hour layover I was supposed to have turned uh, into 18. So I lost a complete day, and then there's still 15 hours of actual flight time all the way down to Buenos Aires. And man, it was a killer. But for the most part, it was worth it. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. You know what I mean? It's like me balling on a budget over here, or, you know, grinding on a budget. And the. Shouts to the IG. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shout out to IG. Grinding on a budget. Um, and just you know your money goes long man money goes long down there it is a wonderful thing I want to go visit if I was legal allowed to I'd go visit well technically you haven't been banned yet no but I don't want to have to explain to my workplace why I decided to take a trip to a country that we not be friendly ish with right now allegedly 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 there's nothing like going for a trip and then being asked, and why did you want to go? Tell me. Tell me. Because I get a one to three hundred, you know, exchange rate. Yeah. <laughs> because down there, I'm Lewis Rich. A.K.A. Horse Choker. HR Paper Stacks. <laughs> the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle the fundraiser. <laughs> because I raise funds. <laughs> I raise all the funds. Oh, man. But, uh, 
but yeah, overall, man, it's like the city was absolutely, I spent most of my time in the city and it is a lot bigger than anybody thinks it is. I mean, the yeah. map does not give it justice. That's kind of dope though. Yeah. I'm talking about they have an underground system. Their public transportation is amazing. Uh, cabs is, again, cheap as hell. And just the history of the city itself, that being the capital, having like the Casa Rosada, which yeah, is yeah. like the, the pink house, right? Which is like their version of the White House. Um, all of like the headquarters for the government places, business, everything, man. And having like all of those like football clubs down there. Yeah, yeah. It's like you literally throw a rock in one direction, you hit like five footballers and maybe a manager. <laughs> That's how you <laughs> goes. And I mean, yeah, it's absolutely wonderful. It's great. I mean, the food was just off the chain uh, for the most part. And fire. There's just like some really cool people that I've come across. And I mean, super smart folks too. It just sucks that they all broke. Yeah. They all broke, boys. Hey, you know, you you got the funds. I mean, like, you can just play around and have fun times. Oh, you, yeah. You could, you could probably support a football league with what you throw away. Yeah. I'll tell you, man. I, I spent Yo, that'd be hilarious if you actually went down there and bought, like, one of the football clubs down there. What? I I could probably put, like, a down payment. <laughs> Still, that's, that's more than anybody else is doing. <laughs> Like owned by Heel Face Enterprises. Introducing a Heel Face Enterprise. Yeah, and then we'd lose, and then everyone would be shitting all over us because we're the owner group. We'd only own a portion of it, so they can only shit on us for about yeah. like a tenth of that. We're like, yeah, go go fucking boo him. He's the one that puts the lineups together. Yeah, yeah. It's like, we just make sure the lights are on. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's like, don't boo me or boo us. Boo this man. <laughs> I'm kind of concerned of what this game is in the background that Katya is showing. It's got like exorcists. Dude, she she always watches these YouTubers that like find the most obscure fucking games. And I'm just like, where do they find these? She's like, probably on Steam. Just casual shit. And I'm like, I've never heard of any of this shit. No. Yeah, but we're not casual. We're, we're we're basically pretty lame in that department. We're console players for the most part. These are facts. But yeah, I mean, I will I will ask you, Stu, about your week, of course. Um, but I will have to. I will come back with some of like the highlights and the lowlights of okay. actually being down there. And it's incredible. It's incredible for people to hear it. And I will definitely go bit of ranty while I do it. So. I don't blame you. Yeah. Because so, uh, there will be another she who will help, who who shall not be named. Oh hell no, I'm out. Who? Like. Oh, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, did we'll you get, get cock there, teased in Argentina? It's okay. You didn't know she had a penis. But, but for pennies a day, you can afford to get I it mean, removed. She was in a transitionary period, you know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yes, dude. Well, how was you feel like the asshole? What, what's new in the world? Oh man, it was like a week full of excitement and anxiety at the same time. 
Huh. So worked all week, like normal, doing my normal shit. But I've been watching a shit ton of playoff baseball. Yeah. And uh, I had filled out a bracket prior to the postseason. Oh. And that shit got busted in the first round. Oof. Thanks like, to those like fucking fighting fills. Everything else I've predicted has so far come true, except those fucking Phillies. Oof. Oof is yeah. right. Yeah, Philly just busted a wall all the way over. Oh, f- fucking a massive wall. They take out the Cardinals, then they go and they take out the world champs and the Braves. But the shit that I'm the most excited about, and I'm glad that we're doing this episode tonight because I'm going to say it with my chest. Everybody that's listening to this, I hope you know that Manny and I, Manny, Kyle, and I, we all appreciate you for sticking around listening to Cigars and Bars, hanging with you boys, and enjoying yourself. But those of you, those of you that are Dodgers fans, you're bitches! I'm just saying, suck a dick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, y'all can't see it right now, but it's literally I'm holding up a, a bag next to me, Facts. and it says like "dicks?" question mark Facts. Pretty Dodgers fans, just go ahead and reach out to me because people want his dick sucked. Hello there. <laughs> <clears throat> that that wasn't a, that wasn't a joke. It's a cry for help. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So again, you're bitches. Better recognize. Man, he's available. <laughs> At this point, he's new old stock. He's been on the shelf for so long. Facts. He's about to go to Big Lots to get marked down. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We're just going to get a repackage and just like tear off the old sticker. Yeah. Be like, hey, this is vintage. <laughs> Sell me on Etsy. <laughs> it's old school. So old school, like Grandmaster Flash has been hiding in my pubes. <laughs> nah, but I mean, but you're not the only one though, man. So I mean, you're you're not the only one out here. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, it's cold out there, but just wait a couple months for this economy to get bad, and it's gonna get warm real quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's getting cold. I mean, these girls are gonna be looking for some husky dude to be able to to snuggle up on. Yeah, yeah. And not judge them for eating all the fries. Because I'll also be eating all the fries. Buy or sell regular fries or curly? Ooh, ooh, we're doing this. Yeah, crinkle. <sighs> crinkle fries? Ooh. See, Depends cur- on the crinkle fries, though, because there's some places where the crinkles are fire. Okay. And there's other places that refuse to season their fries. Here's my point on curly fries curly fries don't matter if you can't cook them right. Facts. So, on the whole, like when curly fries are being cooked, mass produced, they're not getting enough time to get crunchy. Which is not get enough separation either. Yeah. Just have like a conglomerate of just like It's just like like, like a roll of quarters size of curly fry. And you're just like, well fuck this, man. This is like this is tasteless. It has no taste, there's no seasoning. Throw some salt on this bitch at least. You know What I'm what I'm asking you is the best curly fries versus the best regular fries, what are you picking? <sighs> Alright, so it's gonna sound blasphemous, but I'm gonna go with regular fries. Damn skippy. <laughs> okay, so best curly fries out there. See, that shit with your chest, baby. I'm going to go with regular fries, motherfucker. Talk your shit, Manny. Because regular fries, guess what? You eat a burger over your fries, and right. you, you get like a salad, like a taco salad type of thing. But with curly fries, it's just kind of like a sad little, in the arms of an angel-looking shit. <laughs> like, I like chili burgers. I like chili dogs. If I'm going to give me some regular french fries with that shit, it's tight. 
Yo, we hit a Pops last Sunday. I had some of their beer battered fries. Fire. Oh, there you go. Unbelievably fire. Also, their burgers. Pretty fucking dope. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely more of a somewhat of like a, a rustic purist type shit. Yeah, yeah. Where it's just like, all right, just get like a washed like russet potato. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the skin yeah, yeah. and everything, and then have one of those presses that just whack. You know, just like I mean, makes just your fries like you're cutting through it. Although yeah, all the way through, just throw it straight in. You know, what I mean, no beer batter, no none of it. You don't need any of that stuff. Just straight grease and. Oh yeah, yeah. gentlemen. Do do like a little salt bay and shit afterwards. Just, oh, just, just little, one of those. I, little, I, yeah. I, I will yeah. admit this: those curly fries that you see that are not fries, they look like chips. The one that they make out of like the ribbon fry oh, out of yeah, the potato, yeah, yeah. but it has to be done right because nobody wants like a soggy fucking potato. Crinkle fry or waffle fry? Ooh, um, I gotta go crinkle fry, man, because yeah. it's separation. You know what I'm saying? I like felt each that. one of them has the potential to have its own special attention to it. You know what I'm saying? I Waffle felt fry, that. it's like it's all one thing. And if they're not separated enough, they all it, they have the same issue with the with the curly fry where they all just like smash together. Yeah. And yeah. then it's not cooked all the way around. You have one side that's kind of raw and it's just like a little nasty. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well regular fries, if you leave them. Because you're full or you don't want to finish them, it's nothing, nothing to be scared of. Right. <clears throat> but if you have curly fries or fries of any type of nature, and they're not cooked right, and you leave them, you feel like you've been cheated. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because even soggy regular fries, you can power through. Facts. Yeah. This might be a hot take for people, but uh, I'm just gonna say the worst fries in existence are In-N-Out's fries because they're trash. And then we, before anybody at this table tries to correct me and say you never had the animal fries, that's like lipstick on a pig. First at off, the end of the day, it. still a pig, trash. Dude, I could leave Thousand Island sauce. That's not special sauce. It's fucking Thousand. And Island. they throw pickles yeah. on their fries. Fuck Facts. you. Fuck you. Facts. Animal style means you put pickles on it. Yeah, you fucking animal. Yeah, and now you want to fucking charge me fucking four extra dollars for this bullshit? Eat it out here. Secret menu, motherfucker. <laughs> Although I keep seeing that, like, people getting uh, getting fucking fooled by secret menu options on TikToks. Yeah. Because they got a homie that's working the back grill that makes them something. It's not even a secret menu. It's just they know a guy, and it's like, make me a Luther burger. <laughs> Dude, once I get my back, like, once my gums have healed up and everything, I'm definitely eating a Luther burger. Yeah. Dude, secret menu and all this other bullshit. I didn't come here to a fucking fast food restaurant to do homework. I'm not trying to do pep work to get fast food. Fuck out of here. Oh, Kyle. Like, you might- I'm fat, but I'm not that fat. You know what I'm saying? Like- <laughs> I came here not to think. Right? Facts. So this might be a hot take for you, Kyle. All right. All right. Hit me. I got, I, cause I, Kyle I, I, loves the hot takes, bro. All right. So I went to my local Carl's Jr. by work. And in the drive-thru, they well, asked... There's your first mistake. Facts. Okay, Carl's Jr. is not the worst thing. Okay? And it's one of the only few things open by work. Especially since I work late. Um, also facts. In the drive-thru, they asked me if I wanted to tip. Now, this has gotten some, some hate from people, but let me ask you a question. And I get that they're using this tip thing to either help um, their paycheck, and in some places... They're adding like service charges, like at nicer restaurants, or you sit down and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But in the fucking drive-through, are you gonna tip somebody? 
not paying cash by the way like oh keep the change type of deal i'm talking about you pulling out your card and it's like okay so you're gonna have a little option here do you want a tip and that's how she sounded like folks don't get mad at me um you can say no and i'm like well i'm gonna pay the extra 15 percent to pick the pickles off my burger you guys didn't take off anyway yeah well do you want to go with this one first I'm going to go with no. Here's why. Exactly what you said. Because there's a high probability that they could have already fucked up your order before you even received it when you gave them your card for the payment. However, if I get ordered and I look and I see everything's correct and I got it in a timely manner, 100% I would tip you. But the way fast foods are set up, I can't do that because then... Oh, I'm gambling an extra four to five bucks, and I get it. It's to help somebody, which I'm all about. However, why should I be tipping you if you're already sucking at your fucking job and screwing my order up? Now, now let me let me put something in clarification for everybody here. When you're working the drive-through, it's not like you're surviving on tips, like maybe a waiter or a waitress right. who's making maybe three dollars an hour, but the tip game is what offsets it. Yes. I'm talking about you're getting paid. Now, yes, it could be is minimum wage pretty much 90% of the time. Yeah. However, you are still getting paid the full minimum wage. Yeah. That's that's where I'm, I'm getting at here. Yeah. But Kyle, your turn. Okay. So, just so everybody knows, like, I've worked in food service for a while. You know what I mean? When I was in high school, you know, out of high school, and, you know, like, when I was in community college. For yeah. Long. Right. The fucking nerve of fast food restaurants. Because this isn't a whole thing of the workers doing the tip thing. Right, right, right. This is management. Yes. Putting it out there and saying, like, hey, we get some tips and, you know, to help out the, you know, the folks and stuff like that. No, 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 no. Why don't you pay them better? In food service, the tips don't don't go directly to the employees. That goes to the fucking management and they divvy it out. Right. Yeah. So you don't know the motherfuckers that's making your sandwich. You don't know the motherfuckers that's making your burger. Facts. They don't see any of this stuff. And like you were saying, Stu, you're... I don't know, man. What happened to my ding? It's fucking weird. You're what? It's like somebody... I asked somebody to make a chicken sandwich, but I mean, yeah, my fucking... Did you say it with an Argentinian accent? Because you might be, you know, still language locked. I'm, 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 I'm a little upset. Maybe, maybe it's the jet lag. You know, yeah, it's just like it's. it's Bitches Anyways. aren't paying attention. You know. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Oh. See, it, it's probably jet lag. It's jet lag. Yeah, yeah I know. I know you just got back, and it's like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, changing uh, all those time zones is weird. Yeah. Um. But no, but you are paying ahead of time for service that hasn't happened yet. Facts. And that was the whole reason why we gave top service at these sit-down restaurants is to show that we took gave care of you an amazing service and you got the experience. So even when motherfuckers were getting food to go, right? There was no expectation for a tip because it's like, yeah, we got you your food, we packaged it up, it's ready to go, but you're not there for the dining experience. You just like the food enough that you want to take it home. Right. So, 
so or you no, can't, you're I not here not, to sit I'm down, you're here to eat. Fan of this shit. So as a, as a caveat to your question, question, though, I'll ask a follow-up question on this. All right. Would you tip if you were eating in that restaurant, regardless if it's fast food? Okay, so here's, here's my two things. So I actually had a conversation with this at work. If it's a fast food restaurant and I made like an outrageous order, automatically I'm going to tip because it's way out of beyond. It's within the spec of the person making it, but it's not in the norm. Like if I want, I go into Carl's Jr. Like I want a superstar combo with cheese, no pickles, uh, and I want you to put like five patties and a layer of cheese in between each patty, and then a couple onion rings on top. You know, shit like that. God damn, that's a big ass burger. I'm a big man, and uh, <clears throat> something of outrageous, out, ex- like outrageous, like that, or something so time consuming, I know it's gonna fuck them over. Yeah, I will tip because I understand the rush. But let's say you make my burger. And I eat it, and it's just a normal fucking burger. Like, I don't do anything super outrageous. But it wasn't the greatest, like, burger I had. Like, again, again, because it's fast food, it'll never be the greatest burger you ever had. But, you know, there's some days where that shit just hits. Yeah. Which, again, shout out to Hops, dude. I had this fucking whiskey burger. It was fucking... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but my service is done. Yeah. Now... If they had something at the table, it's like, hey, how was like your meal or whatnot? Would you like to tip? And I could just beep my card real quick? Maybe. Maybe. But here's how I view about it. Because, like, again, you go to a sit-down restaurant, and, like, my buddy has this archetype where it's like, I already, I tell him I'm going to give him, like, a 20% tip, and the worse they are at my service, the more and more it cuts down. Yeah. Like, you know, so like at Denny's, let's say, I, like he, he goes and we're getting like uh, I don't know a, a lunch a burger he's already an automatic automatic 20% tip but then he starts grading them like if he his soda has been empty for like maybe five minutes or more uh, no tip type of deal yeah or if it takes him forever to get back to the table not including a very particular heavy lunch rush that we can actually see yeah you know because we have caveats and forgiveness people are people but like if you just be like showing up like hey how's your food alright cool I'm a dip Ah, fuck you like you know you're not here to serve me or wait on me like that but you are supposed to make sure that come around at least once often to make sure i got everything i need hey do you want like any ketchup or anything or malt vinegar i heard or, like oh you know what i didn't even think about that thank you sure yeah, yeah. well at that point they would become a waiter and or waitress yes yeah yes but this is we're talking again a sit-down restaurant in a sit-down burger fast food place again my interaction with you is done I'm now a number, literally, because you give me a number on a little plastic placard, you tell me to wait. And then they're like, fucking, number 52, your order's ready. And you give me my burger, that fucking thing is squashed, uh, buns, like, quarter off the way off of it. Yeah. And, like, there's a big old chunk of lettuce. a little soggy. Yeah, because there's a big old chunk of lettuce in there that I ain't going to eat. Facts. Yeah, and again, why the hell are you going to tip for an unknown quantity? Okay, so... It makes no fucking sense. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But, how about this one? How do you feel about, like, how, like... All right. My, I have a big gripe on the fact that Uber Eats and Grubhub are kind of a thing in a way. Yeah. Because my buddy loves it to, to this day. And he's like, he'll come at me. He's like, the statistics show that it's the same amount of errors as it would be if a place had a delivery service. And I'm like, no, no. Sure, they might show that. But in the end of the day... If you go to a delivery service, like let's say like Pizza Hut, you know, they have drivers. 
you know, Chinese place had drivers. And they're like, yeah, it cuts down on like the need to have insurances or, you know, they could hire other people in the restaurant and having to pay more for the driver and subset their gas. Okay, cool. But, and again, this is a little thing on TikTok. It's not ex- the majority, but it's not exactly a minority either. How many times do you guys see the posts or TikToks or whatnot about food orders stacking up because people don't want to pick them up because the tips are too low? Granite, I understand that it's your job to drive it to me and that like a little service gratitude is at least in order. However, at what point do I have to pay extra on top of a delivery charge to get my food? Like when I ordered from a pizza guy, you know, hey, you work for the company, you're getting paid. I don't know what you're getting paid, but you're at least you're getting paid something, probably minimum wage and a little stipend for gas, but not much. Yeah. So if you show up and you give me my pizza, I'm usually going to try and tip you something. Okay. Yeah. But like, let's say Grubhub, so, I order from Wiener Schnitzel. So I order something. As somebody who's done Uber Eats, I can right, tell you right, right. exactly okay. why you're getting charged that. Because the company's greedy as fuck. So true. the delivery fee, that doesn't get sent to the drivers at all. That's Grubhub's, I'm assuming, or Uber Eats. Yeah, but Uber Eats is like that as well. Right. Where you're getting... You're getting charged by the restaurant for the amount of food that you're ordering. Right. Then you're getting a fee for using the app. Two. Then you're getting a delivery fee from the company. Three. None of that even see... Like, the driver doesn't see any of that. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. But at a certain point, it it forces me to not even want to get this food. So, for example, like, my buddy uses it to get Taco Bell because the closest Taco Bell to him is, like forever away is in a sense yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. and he works from home so it isn't like he can duck out during his lunch break i mean he technically could but it's more effort for him since he's usually just in his jammies like he likes to fucking brag about yeah and i have my own issues with work from home but i i, I will say that for another podcast <laughs> um, <laughs> but like at some point you have to order enough food for the delivery charge to be worth it like for example like if i decided to order food for us here enough of it would be all right, I know they have to deliver it. It's it's part of the business. So like, right. if I were to order food for us here, it'd probably be around maybe a hundred bucks, including everything. Probably, you know, because yeah. like, let's say we got Chinese food, we order each something, side drink, what have you, come in. You know, two delivery charges and a tip. It's gonna be a hundred bucks, but it better be some of the best damn Chinese food I ever ate. Which I feel that. Yeah, sure. I mean, like, is it the best Chinese food you ever ate? Is for a hundred dollars, it better be. But, but at that point, it's not even about the quality. It's about the quantity. Right, because now you want... If it's shit food, you accept it. if it was it. less quantity, you'd still want quality. Right. Like, I'd like my, like, you know, my dim sum to make me come. <laughs> <laughs> at that fucking price. <laughs> not make me, like, have, like, a semi. Nah, he wants it to. Well, no, think about it. <laughs> Guys, like, like, have we ever sat down and thought about it? Like, when we ordered those those sandwiches... Them sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Well, and see, but there are spots that are like that, though. And it's almost like McDonald's, right? Every time you go to McDonald's and you order the fries and you're there, you're there. The fries are fire. Yes. But you could be living two minutes away from McDonald's. And you get in your car, you put your bag in your car, and you fucking drive home. And by the time you're pulling up and you sit somewhere to actually eat your food, those fries somehow magically got cold. That is the quintessential, like, in the moment 
food. Right, because it's fast food. You're eating it quickly. So to your point, like those sandwiches, I feel like if we actually went there, those sandwiches would be fire as fuck. Okay, all right, better point, better point. Well, okay, well, here, here's my thing. Yeah, Kyle, speak I mean, for we a haven't yet, so I mean, we yeah. can't say that for a definitive. Yeah. I just feel like... Allegedly, they'd be better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know we're talking about, like, you know, extra food and, you know, delivery and stuff like that, but my whole thing is, like, when we all started, about what's the tipping thing, right? Right, 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 but sorry. Now, I myself, I am a generous guy, right? I'm the motherfucker that actually tips a few dollars to the person that bags my goddamn groceries. Facts. You okay, know what I'm fair, because, fair. Yeah, because this person is providing a service. It doesn't matter if I have one bag, two bag, or like ten bags. It's still going to... I'm still going to tip. Because I was in that position too. Because back in Texas, I worked for Kroger. Ah. You know what I mean? But here's the whole thing. So like, I wasn't like um, not fancy enough, but I didn't have enough cachet to work for H-E-B because, you know, that is the pinnacle. You know what I'm saying? H-E-B is, is the joint. Shout out to H-E-B. Um, but I was one of the baggers that actually bagged the groceries there. And then I would ask people, hey. Do you need me to carry it out? some help going out to the car? We can load the car. We can do all this other stuff. Um, and there's a lot of people, you know, that stiff you. But, again, you're, you're earning a wage. It's a low wage, but you're still earning an hourly wage. Well, there were some people that um, appreciated everything that I did do and everything else, and they throw you a couple of dollars, you know, and I right. appreciated that. And that was something that I brought with me wherever I went, where it's like, okay, if you have a service and you go beyond that service or you give me the very best service of what I expected and more, competence should be compensated 100 percent. and so no yeah, doubt I'm, I'm gonna come off that no problem you know what i mean if i if it's a known quantity if i experienced something that i wasn't expecting and it was a positive thing i'm definitely going to go and give that to you you know yeah. and, and it just it's just weird when it comes to you know like food delivery services especially like the apps and everything mm-hmm. because there's an extra middleman that's in that shit and it's just like there's too many uh, cooks in the kitchen, you know. I mean, too many hands in the damn pie, and everybody wants their fucking cut. Most definitely, right? So, which begs the thing that's like where I kind of have this disconnect with those food things, because yes, I understand that it provides a job for somebody. It does, but it then it starts affecting the back end of the consumer, because it's logistics either way. Right. But but, e- but even like the person that actually has that job. They're the, not the ones that are actually getting any really type of benefit. Right. It's, I mean, when it comes to like gas, when it comes to insurance, when it comes to the upkeep of your actual vehicle, every freaking month you're in the red. Facts. Yeah. It is. It is a cycle that goes downward, and just because you don't see it at the front end, you think you're coming up. Yeah. It's like taxes, man. Yeah. I will say though. Like, anytime I've done Uber Eats just as a random, like, driving around and doing shit, there's pockets of the city where you get fucking, like, people are like, yo, it could be a $2 trip, right? Yeah. Going from point A to point B. And then later on, they're like, oh, that dude was dope and gives me 10 bucks. And I'm like, that's dope. Yeah. That'd be, that's, so, that's super dope. I'm just saying, are you going to live your life like Marilyn Monroe? 
You oh, know what no. I'm saying? Like, it means like, like getting dicked down by the president. <laughs> <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday, Mr. President. Shut <laughs> up, bitch. My wife's no, watching. No, but, you know, like living <laughs> your life by the kindness of strangers. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's extremely freaking volatile, man. Yeah. And I mean, it's just like, you know, there's some lean freaking months. You know what I mean? Especially if everybody's starting to feel it. You know what I mean? Is it worth it? Facts. That's yeah. yeah. And like that also brings up another point because like you go to like certain parts of town for this shit, right? Yeah. Well, then the other parts of town that aren't going to be as financially well off, let's call it as it is. Right. Aren't going to tip as well. So then those orders get ignored. Like the fact that McDonald's will deliver. Well, yes, it's Uber Eats, but yet McDonald's will deliver says something because that food was already designed to be as cheap as possible. Facts. It's just like one of those things where it's like, okay, at what point is this no longer worth it for me to have it delivered? Like if I'm only going to get a McDouble and some fries, I'll just do it myself. If I'm going to get a couple party packs or something, yeah, I don't want it to sit in the fucking line. Let me make some other asshole do that. I mean that respectively. But like, right. you know, we, we get to that point now where it's no longer beneficial for us to deliver our food. And then it's going to get to a point... It's going to get to a point. Yeah, it's, it's going to get to a point where even normal foodstuffs we would have gotten on Uber Eats because we just don't want to drive down there and wait, um, or anything of like that nature, are just going to be way too expensive to even do. Like nice. at a certain point, I, 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 it's one of those things where you have to prove the point of like, yeah, I'll spend my own gas to go pick it up, and it'll probably be way cheaper than having to Uber Eats it or, or DoorDash it. Yeah. So oh. then it kind of then that job eventually is going to go away uh, uh, for that, and uh, they're going to have their own delivery drivers, or like you just have to come in and get your food. That's it. Yeah. Or what you could do is shut the fuck up, These plan ahead, things. go into the place. Uh, I think it's called a cocina or a kitchen. Yeah. You know the place where you actually like light your hookah coals. Oh yeah, make your own yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Get a fucking pan and a knife or some shit, and actually. Do your own damn cooking. Well, yeah, that's 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 a that's a thing of itself too. But like, I'm just saying, like, when you're hanging out with your boys and shit, and you're like, "Yo, you want something to eat? I'm hungry," and y'all don't even feel like driving. Let's, there's those those days where you're hanging out, but you just don't feel like leaving. You know, it's nice to do so, but it shouldn't be like, "All right, it's gonna cost." Yeah. And I get it. If it's a, it also depends on the restaurant too. Like, if I'm ordering really expensive food, yeah, then I'm gonna want couple things really good delivery yeah and fast delivery so my food ain't cold and i understand it might be a little cold if i live an hour away if i'm still in that delivery radius okay but like i shouldn't feel like it even like you know here's where i'm at by the way okay go ahead because i'm ranting right now yeah i get that (laughs) but like but to piggyback on what you're saying like how you might get cold food I feel like the restaurants that do offer delivery based off of Uber Eats or DoorDash or whatever should be providing heating bags for your shit. You know how, like, fucking pizza delivery drivers will have a heating bag to keep your pizza hot? Yeah, insulated, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why can't they do that with every other fucking food? You know what I mean? I mean, like, at the very minimum, like, Chinese... Well, no, because they don't want to do the cost. Well, in that case, man, you might as well just call them directly. Cut out the middleman. That's what I'm saying. That's where we're getting at because then you have to like do that fucking like that mental gymnastics of like, all right, let's see. It's noon, so it's going to be busy traffic, blah, 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 blah. If I order this, it's going to take a while anyway. Yeah. I'm not eating until about 2.30. Or I do it myself. 
Facts. Yeah. At least you know what the fuck's going in it. Fair. See, I've gotten to this point in my life where I'm like, if there's a spot that I want that's relatively close to me, I'll just fucking get in my car and go get it. Exactly. Exactly. But, like, if it's fucking miles and miles away to the point to where I'm like, I know I'm going to at least drop a quarter tank of gas to go get it, like, which is absurd. Wait, where are you going to get a quarter fucking tank of gas, man? Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if I mean, that's, that's the like case, hundred miles. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. though. like if it's round that, trip, if it's, it's like that kind of case. Then 100, percent I would fucking order it for delivery. And you would tip well because you know that. Absolutely. Guy. Yeah. But I feel it though. We have to come to this, like this kind of common conclusion. Like, all right, I ordered Taco Bell. Let's just assume here. Where's the closest Taco Bell? Right up the street, right? Yeah. Let's say I order Taco Bell from right up the street. I order uh, the $5 box and maybe a few extras, so my total is 20 bucks. Should I be spending 50 bucks after everything's said and done for some shitty Taco Bell? No, you should just go to sleep. That, to your point. <laughs> go to sleep. I, mean, I don't know. It's like your asshole will thank you. I don't you know, know. I just and your perineum will appreciate Yeah, yeah fuck. Before you rip it and grip it. Um, <laughs> well, I don't think your asshole would know anything different unless you actually ate it. Yeah, it's just like, all right. And then he'd be like, yo, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. And you could avoid the ripping and the tearing. Of the perineum. I, I, I don't know. I AKA feel like... deal with your asshole looking at you going... <laughs> I feel like these food services are under a guise of like we're helping out people by giving them jobs, but we're actually taking advantage of them because we know they don't have to pay them. And that's where I feel on that because like you, you know you're getting shorted. Like, because, like, not not the consumer, but the person who's doing this is getting shorted. Because yes. if you're doing this, unless you have planned ahead and you have a vehicle that's fuel efficient, maintenance is very cheap on it, has a very good service life, and it's paid off, only probably then, then will it start actually, um, you, it won't be, a, a like, an a red but it won't be a deep black either. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like that, like people who do it, like have the mopeds and shit like that. Sure, yeah. Or like those motorcycles that like don't waste a lot of fuel. Because there are some that run heavy, we can agree. And they do get better miles to the gallons. But we're talking about like, if you have a car, especially here in Arizona, you're going to have the AC cranked high. Especially if you're doing it in the middle of the day. Yeah. Unless you're riding with your windows down. Yeah, but even then to a point. No AC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then again, to a point, if you're riding with your windows down, the food's going to get cold. Also, if you have the ACL, the food's going to... You're just fucked either way. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, but, I know that it's, you know, it's there for convenience or, you know, like people that are actually like doing the driving or something like that. It's, it's somewhat difficult. It's, it's, it's a thing that they do. Uh, right. They, I've done it myself during like a transition period or yeah, I'm in Where you got to make a few bucks. Yeah, I got to make a few bucks. I'm in school. I got like a six hour window where I'm doing literally nothing. I'm like, all right, let me go out and grind, right? You're right. Uh, but you just also got to think about like the opportunity cost. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, that's six hours. You can go ahead and do that, you know, or do the overnight thing and everything else. But you also have to think about what about your situation right now makes you believe that this is the best option there with some, that time. There are some people that do some wild shit to make a shit ton of money through that. They're like, there's oh, a yeah. dude I knew. 
that would sit in the McDonald's. The McDonald's that's right there by the university that's on fucking Speedway. Speedway like Euclid? No, no, no. Earlier than Euclid. Campbell. 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 Speedway. Yeah, yeah, Campbell. Yeah, yeah, you know that, that McDonald's that's right there? Yeah. Dude just sits in that parking lot. Has Zuber Eats on. Everything that comes into McDonald's he hits except. And then he goes to the drive-thru, fucking picks it up, goes off, delivers it, comes back and just sits there. Homeboy made like fucking two grand in one night, like within like a good four hours, just because all it's where it's at. All yeah. the university kids are ordering that because it's open. Yeah. And so he's just like, cool, I'm already here. <laughs> like, that's his yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah and, but like, that's a different mentality and a different lifestyle altogether Facts. when it comes to that. Because that's your like main job. So, like, sure, he can make two grand in a night, but I'm sure there's nights where he just like, eh. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't have to do it. He makes an overage of money doing that so that he doesn't have to work as much. Yeah. yeah. But we're also talking about the exception. You know? Oh, yeah. The exception. Facts. We're talking about exception on this one. And it's like the the companies or the tech companies actually doing this, they are expecting for people to be incredibly average. Yeah. And 50% of motherfuckers are average, right? I mean, that's why Facts. it's like, <laughs> it's 100%. It's 50%. <laughs> And, you know, so people are below average and people are above average, right? And then those 50% are listening to us like, EMOTIONAL DAMAGE! Sorry guys, numbers don't lie. Facts. I know, I know. I can't turn this into a double-digit dick, you can't turn yourself into an above-average person. Facts, so you, you people <laughs> need to listen. You fucking mark! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, especially you fucking Mark. <laughs> God, I hope our one American listener doesn't isn't named Mark because I'm gonna piss him off so badly. <laughs> We're gonna have one guy named Mark. Like, wait, me? What? Well, fuck you guys. Unsubscribe. No more ads, guys. <laughs> have fucking nine listeners instead of ten. Oh man. But I think I think we're coming into this age where we're realizing that it's like at some point it's not worth it. Yeah. Like I thought about because I'm really bad with my money, and I have some decent days off and shit like that. I'm like, you know, I could Uber Eats on the weekend. Then I thought about it. It's like my car is not exactly fuel efficient, nor is it fuel inefficient. Right. However, the amount of wear and tear I would do from stop and go, having to try and find a place to park, having to do all this shit, it makes sense. Honestly, this place, you know, where this makes sense? It makes sense in busy metropolises where people are biking people are taking like scooters little mini motorcycles can get through the uh, traffic sorry uh, yeah hairball um all that shit and like whereas in they can get to a place quickly and, and you know and still relatively efficiently uh and not have to waste as much gas but out here in tucson like in phoenix i could see probably a little bit harder or easier depending on like your setup but like the people i think i see are most successful on this when i do watch like TikTube and tiktoks and shit like that yeah they're people like on small bikes or like paid off priuses from like 08 yeah. and they just like you know they make that extra income and it really doesn't do much because the car was cheap anyway or like some other shit where it's just like the 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 all the all the deductions that you'd have to take like ahead have already been technically been paid for. Yeah. And they're in places where it's like, you know, at least two to three million people and they're like, it's densely populated. 
So like, yeah, you could take a day and make two grand. And those are the success stories. But like, if you notice, those are in those highly dense places. Or like when people do Uber, like I know there's people who can make like a shit ton of money a night, but they know the system. They have an exact system and they're in a spot in their life where they can do it. Facts. Like, if I could bring a guest on board, uh, Miss K, how much you make on an Uber night? Like, what was your highest night? Yeah, we're talking to Foxy over here, and we're asking about how much you make. I make a bunch. No, I'm <laughs> well, okay, so... Speak into the mic, please. I mainly do part-time, so I would do, like, from, like, what, four or five hours, maybe? Um, on a good night, let's say on a Friday night go ahead. or a Saturday night when it gets very busy. Well, before before you keep going, just go ahead and put a put put your lips on it. You know, just like, ah. <laughs> yeah. pretend it's stew. Ah, let's just kidding. It's like, no. oh. <laughs> so I basically do part time. So I work like four or five hours maybe. Um, okay. Depends on the good day. So like for example, on Fridays when it gets really good, um, I can make. Maybe a good 80 through seven, no, 80 to 90 dollars. Now, I do have to um, use some of that for gas. Okay. So I would put in like maybe 15, 10 dollars. I, I should be putting in more, but I don't know my finances. Because <laughs> you honestly, don't pay attention to me. <laughs> I know. But the segue. But, um, <laughs> and then not to mention, I do get hungry and I need to have water or something to drink while I'm driving. So, deducting that, which normally I don't spend more than $10 on that. Okay. I, uh, so, in a good night, I probably make like $70, $60. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Okay. So, let's stop. Go from 80 but take down 25 for like water, gas, all of those mm-hmm. stuff, right? Yeah. So, okay. And if so, I do a full day, which I have like on San- on Sundays and Saturdays or whatever, um, then I can make like over a hundred and fifty, a hundred and forty dollars. Okay, so even at like the four hour mark, um, you're coming away with around fifty five, fifty bucks. You're, it's coming around maybe twelve, thirteen dollars an hour, right? And if a full day. And I would say go ahead and like double the gas and double like the food stuff like that if you're doing like a full eight hour day. So that would come out to about 50. So you have 100 and 100 divided by eight hours is how much? 10 is 80 bucks. Yeah, it's about like 13 an hour. So that's the question that we always keep have to ask ourselves. It's like, is this shit worth not just the headache, but the time, the effort, the wear and tear? Another thing, it does it does uh, take a toll, like on how on using your car all the time and things like that. Yeah. And you know, it's there's days where I don't do it because it doesn't get busy. Okay. And you know when it gets busy because with Uber. 
um, they do surcharges. Okay. So it looks into areas where they're asking, where there's more requests coming in, where it's more busy. Where there's an event going, I'm assuming. Or an event going on and things like that. They would put in like, oh, if you pick up somebody from here, you'll get $6 extra. Okay. Do they surge pricing? They're surge pricing. Okay. So that also is included in like those one uh, or, yeah, pretty much. And then, of course, the tips, all the tips go to us. Yeah. It sucks, though, that I would drive somebody for 30 minutes and I get tipped a dollar, two dollars, three dollars. Cheap ass. Just bastards. saying. Cheap. <laughs> right. The Dell's motherfucker! Which, again, it's like those those services, if you had like a taxi service where it's its job, you're making money off the go. Facts. Like, when things were really bad between me and the Dark Zone, um, I looked at getting to a taxi license almost. Oh, oh she's she coming back. Another thing back. to take into consideration is that you don't you don't get charged taxes when you're driving for Uber because you're self-employed. Okay, bye. Ah, so that's another ah. thing that gets you on the back end. Um, <laughs> because then, as the IRS says, it's your responsibility to calculate your taxes. You know exactly how much money I made because it gets reported to you. But if you get it wrong, I'm a, I'm a. The IRS a is gonna come and fuck you up. Facts. Hey, you, you couple shekels short, motherfucker. But yeah. I don't know. I just, those are one of those things I'm not a big fan of because like, it feels like it was a good idea, but it's slowly taking advantage of those who need a job like that. Facts. Yeah. Because again, yeah, it does. It does. There's no. But like you read their terms and shit, they'd be like, "You know what you signed up for? Yeah, you know what this was? You know what this was? They're gonna be like, you know, angry black woman. Why are you smiling? Facts. And then everybody else that's sitting there trying to get paid is like, okay, terrific. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you got people in the back just being like, I own you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that that's true. They own these people essentially. They're using him as like cheap labor. <laughs> Go ahead, you keep, keep going, going, man. Keep going. I just realized I'm in the presence of two black men. <laughs> this is why you need black friends. <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm technically right, but I'm not in a good place to say it. <laughs> But I was right. Yeah, we all know you were right. (laughs) No one is refuting that fact. But coming out of your mouth is going to get you into trouble. I'll say it. (laughs) Aren't we all trying to get in trouble? I'm just trying to get in pussy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. I'll get off my soapbox. Uh, Anyone else want to turn? Well, I mean, didn't you want to get into something about, like, like politics or some shit? Dude, all right. Oof. All right. Have we all just been... Okay. Okay, I'm going to shift my leg. Just don't fart, okay? Just don't fart. We'll all hear it. enough beer for this, so... I think it's it's funny. I think it's... Whoa. Very risky to do a beer tap next to the new PC. (laughs) I live on the edge. (laughs) Well, speaking on the edge, it seems like a majority of people are are coming out now with a... uh, What's it called? Uh, where they're either vocally saying that they're done with certain political parties um, or 
they're leaving the great state of California for greener pastures, which is showing a really big disconnect with our Democratic Party and also kind of like, oh shit, we kind of fucked this place. We got to move. You mean people moving from California? California? <laughs> so I, 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 I grew up in a... Um... Just say it, man. It's okay. It's all right. We've we've talked about this. We've worked through this. Okay. Bro, I grew up in San Diego. Come on. Come on. I'll say I grew up. I'll say I'll say I grew up in San Diego. I don't want to talk about where I really grew up. (laughs) Honestly, bro, the people that are leaving California because this has been going on for years, right? Like, a lot of people were going from California to Texas. And you had a yes. bunch of Texas people being like, we don't need your people here. And that's because taxes are stupid high in California, and there are non-existent taxes in Texas. Yeah. But here's a problem, though, man. When they do move to Texas, they realize they ain't built for this. Facts. And so no, they are not. After, like, three, four, five years or something like that, they go ahead and either move out or they go to, like, Justin Boots. You know, like the like Texas boot store or something like that. Get, get boots and like a shitty Stetson hat. Facts. So, but then they look down like like real Texans look down their boots and I'm like they made shit kickers. <laughs> no man, it's like th- this would be the first time that they actually like shot a gun and now they're going like uh, Yosemite Sam and shit like yeehaw, pow 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 pow. Facts. You know they go overboard with the shit. You know. Facts. So. But yeah, man, like, I know what you're saying because I've been seeing it too. A bunch of people leaving the Democratic Party, a bunch of people leaving the Republican Party. And it's, it, for me, it's so fucking interesting to see the reasoning as to why, right? So a lot of people leaving the Republican Party I've been hearing are like, yo, I'm sick of the conspiracy theories, I'm sick of the fucking, like, crazy shit that's going on here. And that's all, like far right-wing shit sure yeah and then the people leaving the democratic party are all complaining about the far left shit sure and that's why there's infighting with them because they can't seem to get anything done because half the party's like we want socialism and the other half is just like nah we're actually republicans yeah it's like the, the 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 big tent is pretty much like um you know eating itself Facts. You know, so it's just like... Facts. Yeah, it's like, I would rather cut you down immediately rather than the persons on the other side where it's like, they're looking at each other and they're just like doing the finger guns, be like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks, I'll admit it. I grew up in Oceanside. I'm sorry. Oceanside's not a bad spot, though. It's not bad. Also, rubies at the end of the pier, fire. I may have this wrong because I'm on some Narcos right now. <laughs> Oceanside's still on the South Coast. Yeah. But, I mean, but here's the thing, though, man. There's just a whole bunch of people that, you know, politically don't have a home, right? Facts. Like, the people that, like, just shit is definitely polarized for sure. And the idea of what moderation is doesn't actually exist. Facts. Because if you think about it on a worldwide scale, it's like the U.S. is there. We are right, right of center. You know, I mean, even the, like the most far left uh, places, or at least the far left um, politicians, 
they're doing shit that's been happening around the world for like 70 years. I feel like our political system, since like 2012, the independent party had the best shot over the past at least 10 years. Over the past fucking decade, they had the best shot to fucking win the presidency. For real. And yet, we get people like fucking Jill Scott. <laughs> like, so, I'm sitting here like, what, what, are we, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, this is where I said Trump fucked up, right? If he would have fucking ran as an independent. And drained the swamp. And drained literally the whole swamp. Instead of sitting here spraying one side, if he sprayed everybody. Yeah. And was just like, yeah, what it, where also he fucked up was the fact that he was corrupt on camera in front of the people. So the people that weren't drinking the Kool-Aid saw that and they were like, eh. But that's, that's well, another well, story he, for another he's time. He's a businessman. He's doing business, you know. Okay. Yeah, he's a you know, bad it's business, good business. Nigga, how do you bring bankrupt a casino? Come on, I'm, man. I'm, I'm, hey, hey, hey. You know. It takes a lot of money to actually run a casino if you look into the finances. I'm not defending the man. Oh, that's but true. if you look into the like, finances of running a casino, it's actually money. really easy. I believe that. The, yeah. On top of the Federal Gambling Commission, uh, IRS, and everything else, other kind of things you have to go through. I mean, Ocean's Eleven, yeah, kind of comically did it, but they talked about how much a, money a casino actually has to make a night. And it does kind of take a lot. You have to be, like, really good. Yeah, well, I mean, but here's... You don't even have to really be good. You have to you follow the formula, right? Yeah. Babe, but when you're a maverick, when you're a gambler, you know what I mean? When you... Um, when you do things that upset the apple cart, you know what I mean? You, when you're a disruptor, you take chances, right? Facts. But this is one of those places that you should not take chances. <laughs> Facts. Right, right. <laughs> Follow the formula. All right, these facts are going to give you money. Don't fuck it up. Donald, I love you. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up for me, baby. Don't fuck it up. All right, cool. Wait, are you going to fucking Mike Tyson on him? Oh no no no! I don't. I didn't buy the we Mike can't Tyson. We do that because we already pitched Mike Tyson insurance, and we got a we got a little bit of a bite back from that. And I'm not trying to fucking poke that bear. He thought we were insulting him, and then he thought it was funny, and then he said, "Don't ever do that thing again." This premium is sky high, man. Jeez. Well, yeah. you're shout out to Mike Tyson. Yeah. By the way, shout out. To be fair, wouldn't you want an insurance premium? Uh, to pay just for the peace of mind, knowing that one day Mike Tyson might not just have a bad day and you accidentally step on his favorite pair of shoes and he knocks you the fuck out. The fact that you might run into him at some point in time and possibly upset the man and get socked in the jaw for it. Yeah, and breathe, and not just breathe, but actually like eat through a tube for the rest of your life. Oh, most definitely. Or just accidentally be in the wrong place at the wrong time as he's having like a shadow box acid trip. Like, fuck you. It, like, accidentally knock you like, oh, I'm sorry, I thought you were real. Facts. Yeah, I mean, he's probably going to go on a shroom trip and just see Don King everywhere. Oh, most definitely. That <laughs> he, fucking haircut, bro. He just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> having like a tourist going like by, like a, a tour. Now only in America. <laughs> Get some knock. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, you triggered me. You triggered me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not really. Fuck Don King. <sighs> I heard they were friends though at the end of his life. Probably. Yeah. Allegedly, I don't know. Mike, if you ever decide to come on the show and clear some air and not break my fucking jaw, please do. Facts. Yes. 
Although if you did break your jaw as much as I'd be upset because you're like one of my best friends, I'm not going to lie. You would be jumping, hugging Mike Tyson. Like, oh, my we God. We didn't even film this. Oh, my God. It would be great television. Yeah. Yeah. And, you just got knocked the fuck out by Mike Tyson. Yeah. Oh, you're so cool. Yeah, it, it'd be a real shame, too, because it's like you got all that mouth work done. Pause. Fast. Uh. <laughs> I'm it'd the greatest dentist in the world. Yeah. It'd be a shame to ruin all that, you know what I mean? It would. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if we had Mike Tyson at this table, at some point in time, he would look Manny dead in his face. What did you say, nigga? And, and then, then I have, have to sit here and try to explain what the fuck he meant by whatever he said. But knowing my dumbass, my dumbass, I'd probably be in a weird state, like, either be drunk or, like, just angry. Probably. And be like, what you fucking heard, you deaf mother... <laughs> like, well, end of the show. <laughs> just Manny... Never double down when you're angry. <laughs> facts. <laughs> Fucking facts. I just have to throw a chair to break that shit up. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'll tell you what, though. I mean, it, it, it's getting a little long in the tooth, but you know what? I do want to talk about some of the highlights and lowlights. Yeah? Oh, go uh, for it. Oh, get into yeah, it. Yeah, not just about traveling, but, you know, like Argentina in general. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like, again, some of the highlights, man, like I said before, you know, the food is freaking amazing. The architecture is great. I mean, it does feel like, like a European city in South America. And it is a, it's hustle and bustle, man. Like, all over the place. People got, people got you know, like, places to be. They got, you know, you know, hands to kiss, babies to shake. You know, like, <laughs> they're just like everybody's doing something. It's always a buzz. I know what I said. <laughs> I heard what I said. <laughs> I heard what I said. Goddamn it! I know what I said. It, it has definitely a very feminist, you know, vibe to it. Facts. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, and I mean. You know, parties go on and on. I'm talking about like clubs. Yo, the pictures you were sending me of those parties, I was like, "Fuck, it is lit down there, bro." Get them videos, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. You gonna go to Carnival? Shout out to Bombas del Tiempo. Those Bombas del Tiempo. Bombas del Tiempo. Who are they? Um, it is a, it's like an artist collective that uh, gets together. They have like multiple bands. like band leaders and it's a lot of percussions i'm talking about a lot of like you know african rooted um yeah african rooted caribbean um you know diasporic um, Uh, music and they you know have some percussions they got some uh wind instruments all of those stuff there's barely any lyrics that go to it. It's just one of those places that you have like an electric feel to it. You know what I mean? Mm. Shit flows through your body, and it's just like you don't even have to speak the damn language. You just go there, feel the shit. It is off the chain. It's great. This is dope. But the after parties after that, with the band and the other people that are in there, because it's a sea of humanity, right? I mean, yeah. in this open air space, you probably got maybe. Four to six hundred people that are actually just like jam packed in there, and we're all like drinking beers. You know, people are smoking weed because it's legal in Argentina. Love uh, to you know openly you know, smoke weed and shit like that. 
perfect. <laughs> yeah, they gotta so, get paid somehow. Yeah, and I mean, and so it's like everyone's there, everyone's having a good time, everyone's just experienced the vibe, you know, and it's absolutely amazing. And the after parties that happen, I mean, there's actual like a procession of people that are going to clubs with um a, a, like a band, like a drum line leading them down to the clubs. That's wild. <laughs> That's and fucking dope. I'll talk about like it'll take about maybe six to seven minutes. It's a fucking 45 minute party because you got people uh, that are street vendors that be like, hey, you want some beer? Hey, you want some wine? You want some weed? You want all this other stuff? They're just like, everything's just provided to you at that moment. You just like, okay, give us a cash, you know, drink down a couple 40s and, you know, oh, I'm sorry, tall boys, you know, tall cans. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm aware. And, and, oh, Unfortunately. Yeah, we're fully aware of that. We were all in high school at one point. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have like, girls that broke our heart. <laughs> fucking facts, yo. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I mean, it's, it's absolutely amazing because, I mean, everybody actually is there. I mean, they do know how to party, know how to have a good time. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, I mean, a lot of people, you know, are definitely welcoming. But it's, it is all about how you carry yourself. And, you know, you have respect, you show respect, you get it. Right. And that's, you know, like, that goes for, like, men, women, and, you know, everybody in between. So, that's one of the really cool things that I do like about it is the people. And, of course, there's a lot of history. There's a lot, you know, like, centers of power and stuff like that. I mean, business, everything else. So, if you just want to do a walking tour of shit, man, you can fucking do that all week long. That's um, dope. So it's so it's super awesome, super great. And you know, definitely when I was down there too, you know what I mean? I was able to meet up with um, just random people. You know what I mean? People, it's like strangers or just friends you haven't met yet, right? Right. And so I ended up meeting with a lot of, you know, acquaintances. Ah. And, um, you know, a good amount of women, you know, someone with dudes, you know what I mean? We just like hang out and party to just like experience each other's company and, you know, go to new places and see new things. Um, now, to go with some of the low lights. You do hate to see it. Um, again, especially, again, it does come, like, life is about people. Most Life is about experience with people. So, how you talk to people and how you interact with people, that's incredibly important. Well, one thing that I heard about, because Argentina, especially like Buenos Aires, they have like a... The guys have a reputation of being like fuckboys, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, a sweet talk you. The dirty mackers. Hey, baby, I'm going to take a look at some real good, you know? It's like, you know, I mean, that's like, talk to your ear, put that honey in your ear and shit. You know I lay you down that, real good. Said not, not that brand new flavor in you, but kind of like that old stale shit. Facts. But, you know. Stale with a fresh look is always going to taste good. Because <laughs> yeah. Lipstick same. on a fucking pig, you know. Because <laughs> they use the same Don't lines talk about all over. <laughs> in and out fries. Because <laughs> <laughs> they use the same lines over and over again, but I mean, they use them because it works, right? And so, that's such a fuckboy energy. Yeah. It's an exhausting energy. Yeah. Most definitely. So, yeah. And so, and you know, that's what happens as well. And it's like, all right, if you're with somebody 
that the other person likes. Yeah. And you show respect or, you know, it's like, I mean, you're, you know, like kind of friendly and shit like that. They have like dirty macking is somewhat of a way of life, unfortunately. And anybody that doesn't understand what dirty macking is, that is like talking down and talking bad about someone else to make yourself look like a better catch. Yeah, that's my friend Jerry, but he got the herpes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Or like, yeah, that's my friend Jim, but uh, he likes to fuck dudes, so he might get the AIDS. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's the extreme version of Dirty Mackin. I can Facts. understand that, but I'm like, jeez. Wow. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Yeah, that nigga's got herpes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that like, do that again. Do that again. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just had to give an example to the audience, you know? Honestly, that's the type of shit that you carry around with you like luggage. Oh, yeah, that's my boy. He's real cool and all. So is his wife and kids. Damn. I'm just saying, anybody that says, I got a fever blister or I caught a cold sore. Nah, that's the hurt. That's the hurt. You got the hurtfully dirt police. I'm good. (laughs) That's the hurt McGirt, man. Don't fall for it. Do not fall for it. But anywho, they dirty Mac. Poison. (laughs) Poison. <laughs> but yeah, so I was there for ten total fucking days, right? Yeah. For the first three days, I walked the city by myself. I wanted to feel the waves. I wanted to feel the vibe. I wanted to understand the city on a on a primal level, right? Right. So I only was really interacting with people for about a week, for seven days. In those seven fucking days. Ooh. I like I caught three people dirty macking on me, and two of them ended up pulling the person I was with. God oh, damn! I know, man. I mean, I'm not proud of it. You know what I'm saying? It's like my game is a lot stronger than that. But of course, you go and say, think about it. I don't speak Spanish that well. Facts. And if he did, you're riches. I'm just saying. He could have gotten all those toxicas down there. I mean, I'm going do my best, like, Walter White impressions. Like, goddamn right. <laughs> He'd be like the Mexican Barry White. Yeah. So, it's, so, in that case, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of frustration comes in when you can't communicate, you yeah. know, uh, clearly. So, so, the motherfuckers, they pounced on the opportunity. Now... I don't blame the guys, right? Right. Because that's part of their system, right? Don't that's hate the player, hit the game. Live. That's how they get yeah, it in. Yeah, you never hit the player, hate the game. <laughs> what I do, what, what the one, but the one thing that actually really did piss me off was that I stayed in a hostel for about three days, mostly okay. just for the um, experience, the social event, right? Okay. And one of the dudes that was dirty macking on me, he was the event coordinator ah. of all the shit that was going down. Like, we were supposed to go to a football get match, right? So he was your Tom Brady calling you out? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were supposed to go to a football match. We were supposed to have, like, a whole bunch of other stuff. Like, I'm talking about, like, at least, like, two events over the next, like, four days. This dude was ducking me. 
Sounds like it. He was ducking me for four days straight. Dude didn't show up to work because of some box. And that is the part that I can I cannot respect and I cannot abide. Cocaine that you drug. was fucking up your own money for some for snatch. For, for some box. For some hey man, we've all done for dumb some, things for, in for the name of puss. Nah, nah. For some nappy dugout. Stop, I can only get so That's erect. That's terrible, man. That's terrible, man. Terrible. Whack. I'm talking, I mean, this is a cat that actually works at a friggin' hostel. And I don't know, like, not a lot of people know what hostels are, but they're like, they're like community hotels where a lot of the rooms are pretty much like shared um they're shared rooms with like bunk beds and everything as you put five to six people in a room and this one they you know bought an entire like old hotel and they were putting like people in there in the maximum yeah so you get more people you pay less money but the whole thing is that you get your guests in the ecosystem Mm-hmm. And that's where you make your money. You make your money with the food, make your money with the drinks and the activities and shit. Now, these activities, they're a big money maker, but the motherfucker that was supposed to be doing all this shit fucking just was gone. Well, he wasn't gone, he was just in somewhere. Or somewhere. It's terrible, man. Terrible. terrible. It's terrible. Really, really bad. It's terrible, and Charles. Like, so. I, and, and another thing that I did learn too is that their conflict resolution really ain't a thing. Like the dudes, they they'll have like a like a softer version of like machismo. Like they'll talk to the chicks and they'll you know Rico Suave type all this other shit. But if it comes to like you know you and I, man to man, we need to fucking you know take care of our shit. Yeah. That. You know, that machismo or that, you know, the, the toxic type type shit, that just goes out the fucking window. And they'll fucking, you know, curl up like a goddamn armadillo and be like, oh, yeah, yeah yo, it wasn't me, man. You know, it's like, hey, but you, you know how it is. What is it? You know I mean? They'll fucking plead shit with you. That's all I got to say to those dudes. I'm talking about, did y'all, did y'all act like some bitches. <laughs> Whack. All of them. Yeah, that whole ass like energy. That's the bitch right shit. Here. Like, oh, I'm sorry, man. You just know how it is. Yeah. It's just, like, I didn't really mean to fuck your girl. It's just how it is, man. <laughs> I'm just trying to. Well, shit. You know what? I, me too. Facts. You know me. I, I'm not just trying to like. Yeah. I'm. What I'm really trying to get do is. I'm trying to get up in there. I'm trying to you know like. Do some like you know Metal Gear Solid type shit. You know like Solid Snake. I know. Kyle's I just want to get in the box. I was trying to yeah. get in that box. Ah! I was just informed by my mother Are you okay? that we also Snake? lived in Mira Mesa. You poor thing. Bosses. It's still San Diego. I know. But, but yeah, man. So it was just like. For, for me, the priority is out of whack, right? Facts. And, you know, it's like... Like, little... you're going for the box instead of going for the dough. What is wrong with you, bro? I know, man. Just... You hate to see it. Yeah, and, I, and I'll tell you what, man. I'll, I'll call him up. Charlie, you's a bitch. 
And you gonna stay a bitch <laughs> As long as you keep doing this way If you don't wake up sir Okay Take a good long hard look at yourself Understand why the things that you do Are the things that you do You know what I mean Don't, don't destroy yourself brother You What you need to do is be able to build yourself up You need to be able to He's straight Be name a positive show, member bro. of society <laughs> Hey Charles you stop being a bitch Yeah okay, stop being a bitch Cocaine is a hell of a drug. We've but all done wrong in the name yeah. of puss. And I mean, you know, I mean, that, that's just like one thing that's like really in my crawl. You know what I'm saying? Because like again, you met life, a dude that was fire and then he turned out he was a silly bitch. This is whack. Yeah. So about this, I, I mean, I'm doing my best like Patrice O'Neal. Like, that bitch is goofy! <laughs> that bitch is goofy. Goofy. Yeah. But that, but that's another thing too, where it's like, okay, the guys do that because it works. But then you also have the women there that complain about the fuck boys, but they still reward the bad behavior. Facts. So it's like that vicious circle, man. It just keeps on going, keeps on turning. Hate to see. But you know what? If that's the way they want to live, that's the way they want to get it in. By all means, I can't be the one to say you do wrong i can't be the one saying you ain't living righteous facts because to me i'm not gonna be able to do that but if that's gonna be you you go ahead and do you most definitely so can't hate the player but we can hate the game hate the game gotta hate the game we this is the longest fucking episode of cigars and bars that we have done gentlemen hey Uh, you know we get better every time I'm just saying, it's like the return episode, like your boys are back, Kyle's back from the fucking heel face office in South America. I just punched a bu- 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 I'm sorry, I just popped Shout a bunch of pills. Shout out to Manny's over here popping pills, allegedly. 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 I ain't gonna pass no drug test. Yeah. Oh, shout out, shout out to Jamie out there in, in Buenos Aires, man. Stay up, brother. Back. Shout out to Jamie. Kyle, where the fuck can people find you, my dude? Alright, alright. Y'all go ahead and find me and some of the select pictures that I can show without getting cancelled. <laughs> it's not gonna be any of the dick pics. Yeah. No fur daggers here. Yes, on grinding on a budget. That's grind I N underscore on underscore A underscore budget. I think I do need to shorten that up, though. It's too many underscores, man. I don't know. You make people pay attention. Yeah, true. <laughs> Manny, where can people find you? Well, they can find me at plenty of places. They can find me in your wife's bedroom, or they can find me at uh, guy underscore in underscore glasses at Instagram. You can also find me on Tinder. I'm not throwing out my Snapchat again, but those who are able to find Please me don't. on <laughs> Tinder or uh uh, or Instagram, ladies, just go ahead and show me that butthole. Just show me that butthole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and shoot. A, <laughs> go ahead and shoot this motherfucker a bottle. Let me see it wink. A DM. A Facts. wink. You know. Facts. Whisper sweet nothings out of your butthole. Treat <laughs> <laughs> me like they do in Argentina. So when I do it across the room, it's not it's not nice. But I mean. <laughs> That wasn't a sweet nothing. That was a, hey, bitch, how you at? <laughs> <laughs> that shit had reverb, bro. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I say this all the time. Like, if you want to follow me, Babyface Stew, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, if you need these jokes, because not everybody wants to be a chuckle fuck, but eventually I'll turn you into a chuckle fuck. That's how I roll. But I said this on Heel Face. You've been there for most of them. Yes, sir. And I've said this on Cigars and Bars, and we've been here for pretty much all of them. Well, you have. Well, I mean, the actual cigars and bars. Okay, fair enough. I don't need your titty pictures, your ditty pictures, your fur daggers, or your sick invite messages sent to me at MCStiz26. You can send that shit to Zeus and get left on red. And most likely screenshot it because he needs documents. <laughs> but if you want to follow the show account, CBWMNS on Instagram. And if you want to ask us questions, those DMs are open, baby. But not for butthole. Not for buttholes. Not for buttholes, no. But this has been episode 30. We will see y'all next week. All right, all right. Yes, again, we love you guys. Um, I am going to ask that we cut the music real fast. I'm going to go a little bit more serious. All right, everybody. Um, I know that we we do have a good time here at Cigars and Bars, and we are here for a good time and we're here to to laugh and to think and just try to get a different perspective on life but i want to be a little bit serious because today tonight sunday six the 16th of october 2022 is the it's two-year anniversary of my nephew's death Kyrie Hughes. It hurts me right now that I'm unable to actually be home with my family. Uh, thankfully, they were all able to go to a a luncheon with each other because, again, Monday, everybody's got jobs and school. But they were able to be together to reminisce, to appreciate his memory, his impact on everybody's life and they were able to be with one another to show support for one another and game plan for the future for the future that he unfortunately never had and I wanted to let everybody know that even though this is somewhat of a sad day for me and it's a little bit heavy on my heart, it does affect the people that are incredibly closer to him because I'm his uncle, but he does have three sisters and an older brother. And he had a community that loved him as well and appreciated him and saw him grow up. He was 18 years old when he died he had his whole world ahead of him he had the world at his feet honestly he was a incredibly intelligent he was charismatic he was a an amazing orator he was a handsome young fellow and he was a conduit he was able to speak to you like you were the only person in the room and you felt it he was able to connect people that would never run in the same circles 
and get them talking like they were old friends. He had the tools to become not just a good person, but become a great person. And unfortunately, he didn't have the time to put it all together and make that greater impact upon the world. But he made a huge impact on his world and the people around him. I know I'm getting a little serious here, but at the end of the day, in every dark and every every dark corner and in tragedy does come opportunity and it comes and lessons can be learned from it. So within the sound of my voice, I want everyone to try to take it serious and reflect that our time here is short you know throughout his like just for time itself the time that we're able to do what we can do is short we don't know the time and we don't know the place in which we're going to be finished my nephew was about that action. He was a person that he loved being around people. He loved doing things. He loved getting people out and experiencing things. So the lesson that he gave me was a reinforcement that every day is a gift. If once you get up out of bed, when you open your eyes, when you take that that first deep breath of air around you, you are blessed. It's a, it is a miracle we are here to begin with. And every single day that you are able to function, it's a win. And every time you can, every day, rack up those wins. Even if it's getting out of your bed, if it's making up your bed, if it's taking a shower, if it's walking the dog, if it's washing the car, putting gas in the car, um, learning something new, taking a walk, accomplishments, accomplishing things that are mundane to you are, in the grand scheme, incredible feats that somebody else either can't or don't have the opportunity to do it. So whenever you do feel down, when you do feel unmotivated to do something, or you want to just get in your head and just say, like, you're not worth it, you are. You're worth it because you're still here. And the choice to be here tomorrow is yours but we don't know how many tomorrows we have. Be grateful for what we have, but be thirsty for what is coming up next. And I carry my nephew with me every single day. I loved him. And I still love him. And every accomplishment that I do have, I will... 
I'm doing it not just for myself, not just for my future family, for my future uh, children. It's for my family that is here and the ones that aren't. I'm trying to take this to new heights, things like places that other people tell us we ain't supposed to be, which I call bullshit. Because you are where you are, and you and you and you are where you need to be in that moment. Facts. So keep moving forward. Keep it pushing. Don't let anybody else try to keep you from accomplishing the things that you want. Live like you don't have a tomorrow because you damn near probably won't. You may not have a tomorrow. So live it for today. Plan for the future. And win the goddamn day. Every day. So... Again, everyone within the sound of my voice, if you can, raise a glass. If you can't, give solid thanks to a wonderful man, Kyrie Hughes, the greatest that never was. Shout out to Kyrie. To Kyrie Hughes. This has been episode 30. I might see you all tomorrow. I don't know. But this has been episode 30. We love y'all. We love you guys. Take care, guys.